need more orientations. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. We need more orientations in life because there's just so many things that people do not tell you and you go through it and you're like, why didn't somebody tell me this? More on this in this episode of Stationed with Stories. Station with Stories. That's it. All right. Well, we are here stationed with stories and it is time to get started. I am excited. Hey, peeps. And first, with a little bit of housekeeping, I need to let you know that these are my thoughts, my thoughts, my thoughts, my thoughts, and they do not represent or reflect the positions, opinions, or views of the U.S. Armed Forces in any way. So make sure you keep that in mind. Now that housekeeping is done, we are going to start off with the book that I am reading. And right now I am reading a Lisa Gardner book. And I actually haven't read any of her books before. This is my first time. I am reading Never Tell. And I'm about halfway through the book, probably around chapter 22, 23. And this is part of a series, part of the Dee Dee Warren book series. And this is book number 10. Now... Fun story, a couple of months ago, I was looking high and low for a book club. And I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, oh, that's easy, Kalisha. You could have joined my book club online. There's plenty of book clubs in libraries, this, that, and the other. Look, I could not find anything that really matched my interests. So, you know, it was a struggle. I really was looking, trying to find a book club. And uh, what's funny is I was having like an informal conversation with my mom. She had sent me a book. I read it and we had a conversation, you know, it was just a regular catch up. And then we started talking about the book, right? My mama goes and tells my sister, oh, you know, Kalisha and I have a little book club now. Oh, why did she do that? You know, if you have siblings, you know how they like to be included. My sister was like, you have a what without me? No, she wasn't going for it. She did not go for the okie doke. She was like, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it right. Everybody should be included. So we, (laughs) we officialized our little book club, our little ladies book club, just the three of us. And it is my sister's time or month, I guess you can say. And this was her book read for this month and it's really good I would say I haven't picked up this type of book in a while it is a murder mystery and you know it's it's one of those detective series you want to figure out who killed the main character or one of the characters and you have all these players involved and these secrets are being unveiled and all of that so it's pretty cool I in the last couple of months I've really picked up novels and historical fiction and what else I have been reading read read a memoir but I have not read this type of book before uh, or at least I haven't read it in a while I typically don't go for the murder mysteries but it's pretty cool I would say that it is really a page turner so Miss Gardner is doing her thing. I have not completed the book, so I'm not sure how I'm going to feel about the end. But I will say that I'm invested in the fates of a couple of characters, which is a good sign. So kudos to Miss Gardner, Lisa Gardner. The book is Never Tell. So if you want to check that out, check that out. I'm always reading a couple of different things. And that's just one that I am planning to finish up, hopefully, in the next couple of days. We'll see. Moving on. 
to the topic of the day, y'all. So I arrived in Japan, right? And upon arrival, there was a whole bunch of stuff that we had to do. Military life is very regimented and very unpredictable at the same time. So there are protocols that must be followed. And then there are also things that just get thrown at you. So we get here, we are trying to figure things out, but we knew that we had to sign up for orientation. And I'm not going to lie to y'all. I love me an orientation. I know. Do not look at your device like that. Do not sigh I me. Yes, I love orientation because you get to know stuff that you didn't know you needed to know. Listen, I need information. I am that person. She is me. I am her. I will shimmy shake into an orientation because that's just the type of chick I am. I am ready to meet the people and I'm ready to know the information because I need to go prepared, as prepared as I can be, right? And so orientation was eye-opening. There are two different types I guess, the, of orientation that I signed up for. There was the mandatory orientation. And that was, you know, what I need to know to live in Japan, to live on the base that I'm at, and about the region, right? And then there was elective orientation. And you know, I signed up for elective orientation. Yes, I did. I did. If you want to, you know what, let me tell you. If you really want to see me shine, just give me a good icebreaker question. I know, I know. You Don't throw the phone, don't throw the device, don't do it. Because this is just who I am. I will answer your icebreaker question. I will have thoughts. I will give you energy at an orientation. So I signed up for the elective orientations because I need to know more information. And so let me tell, me, tell you all real quick a little bit about the orientations. They, they taught me things that I really, really did not know before getting here. Number one, I can just share that they taught me that the level of intoxication, the legal legal level of intoxication in Japan is 0.03, not 0.08 like it is in the U.S. So they're going to get you. Look, I'm, I'm not going to be driving anyone's motor vehicle under any influence Hallelujah. No, no, no. Don't don't drive. Don't drive and drink. They tell you that all around the world. But look, Japan is saying don't even have a little sip before you get behind that wheel. That's that's important. The people need to know that type of information. The other thing that was really interesting that I learned in the mandatory orientation is that open toe shoes are prohibited when you are driving, meaning it is illegal to drive with open toe shoes. Y'all, I was shook. I was shook. I had to ask a couple of questions. And this was a virtual orientation and we couldn't talk. Like it was just a typing function, but I had to get a clear understanding. Do you mean I cannot wear my sandals while I'm driving to Japan? Yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes, that's what we mean. I mean, no sandals, no Crocs. It is illegal to wear high heel shoes while driving. It, it, so I'm going to have to have some driving shoes because I hear it's hot in the summer. And I just, I mean, you know, you come out in your little strappy shoes and you drive. Oh, no, not in Japan. You don't. So I need to know that that's what orientation did for me. See, orientation is good. They also taught me a mandatory orientation about how to, how to respond in a tsunami. Y'all, I don't know why the word tsunami is so scary to me. 
it, it, it's it's really because I grew up in a place where we had tornadoes, right? We had plenty of tornadoes, and tornadoes are are serious things too, right? They're tornadoes destroy really quickly, and you you really can't predict them well. But I'm telling you, they said tsunami, and I was like, a tsunami? I can't survive that, can I? Oh no, not a tsunami, but. But, but, you know, I'm in the right part of the world for that type of weather phenomena. So I need to know how to prepare, where to go, right? What to do if I'm in a vehicle, a car, what to do if I'm in my own residence. I need to know this information. And they told me, where did they tell me that? And the orientation, yes, they did. So orientation, y'all, get with it. I know, I know. I know you got plenty of things to do, but listen, the orientation is good for the people. And the optional orientation, listen, I signed up for something called Compass. And I I don't even know how I found out about it. I think maybe someone told me about it. Shout out to everyone who helped me prepare to come to Japan because, listen, I, I be reaching out and and people really be responding. And I really appreciate that to all of y'all. But I got in touch with the Compass Group in my region, which is just basically a an orientation for new military spouses. And I really appreciate that. It may just be new Navy spouses, maybe just Navy Marine. I'm not 100% sure, but I know for sure they have different chapters. And the chapter in my region, they were bomb. They were bomb. These ladies, they're all women in my group. The spouses, they just told me the things I need to know. One, in this military life, look, I need powers of attorney. Yes, powers of attorney. And I knew that before this orientation. I didn't realize I needed separate powers of attorney for different things. I thought, you know, I just need one power of attorney for everything once he's deployed and and, and you know, doing his thing or when he's away or whatever. No, no, no. I need powers of attorneys for everything. They they just don't accept general power of uh, powers of attorneys these days. Not so many places. And so they told me all about that. They told me about page two. And I'm like, what's a page two? Page two of this booklet? Oh no. And what's funny, I had filled it out before because that was something we needed to do to get here. But I didn't know I need to update that and make sure that was updated all the time. Listen, this woman said, make sure you update your page too anytime there's a change in your family. And I'm like, say more. Sis, please say more because I don't, I don't know where I can find a page too. What must I do to get this page too? They also taught me about packing hacks because... Stuff be getting broke, broken, y'all. Yes, my first move from Rhode Island to San Diego, stuff came in broken. Lamps came in broken. Part of our, you know, side table was cracked and a, a, a mess, right? They were telling me just different hacks to make sure that you got your, your stuff together, make sure that it gets to the right room when they unpack. All of this uh, in terms of claims, when something does go wrong and it does end up broken, because that's already happened to me in these short, almost two years. And so, yes, lots of information in these orientations. And it's so cute because when my husband proposed, he was like, I love you. Will you marry me? 
I'll give you my whole heart. Are you okay with moving to San Diego? Because that's where we're supposed to be and we're not there right now because we actually had to change stations and move somewhere else. And that's just how the military is. You just never know. That's a topic for another day. But this topic right here, just he he just he just proposed and he told me a couple of things. He just told me a couple of things, y'all. He didn't tell me all the things. He didn't he didn't know. He didn't know what I was gonna go through as a spouse. No, he just knows what he has to do, but he didn't know how to prepare me. And that's why I needed the orientations, y'all. I showed up for the orientations this past week. And it got me to thinking, what if we had life orientations? Hmm? What if we had more orientations? We need more orientations. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. We need more orientations in life because there's just so many things that people do not tell you and you go through it and you're like, why didn't somebody tell me this? And I know you've gone through that in your life. Listen, there's just, there's so many things that need to be just shared with the people. We need to be oriented to every new stage of life. Okay, so go with me here. I got some proposals for you. Number one, this is my first proposal. Just just round up a couple of 16 and 17-year-olds. Put all these 16 and 17-year-olds in a room. Because you know at that age, you you feel like you're grown, right? You, you, you're kind of done with this whole childhood thing. And you're ready to be grown. So you just need to put these little people together, put them in a room, and say, we are giving y'all orientation today. The topic is bills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just give them an orientation on bills and see how humble they become. We didn't, you just don't know how many bills there are in life until you really get into this adulting thing. And it's just, it wasn't enough to see our parents, you know, get a bill in the mail and they say, oh, ugh, another bill. Oh, we got to pay the bills. It wasn't enough. You just felt that they were being dramatic, right? You didn't, you can't go out. They got food at home or, you know, you wanted to do something and it's like, oh, we got to, gotta pay the bills first why why because there's so many of these bills so sit these 16 and 17 year olds down and tell them listen i know you've heard of a cell phone bill because you got a cell phone in your hand right now but have you heard of all of the bills that come in adulting age like renter's insurance hmm? right you you may know about rent but did you know you have to have renter's insurance is a really good idea at least to have renter's insurance that's a bill yes you also have water bill you also have electric bills right or energy bills sometimes they package them together right depending on what kind of energy you have do you know that you also have to pay taxes on everything you buy yes do you know that if you buy property you have to pay a property tax that's a bill do you know that every time you go and you see a doctor there's a bill oh okay you you're like just get insurance if you get insurance you don't have to pay a copay <gasps> insurance that's a bill sweetheart yes i mean bills they'll email you about bills they'll call you about bills they will write you snail mail about bills, bills, bills. What did, what did Destiny's Child say? Bills, bills, bills. Y'all gonna think every episode I'm gonna mention Destiny's Child, but it's good. It's a good reference because, listen, can you pay my bills? Can you pay my telephone bills? Can you pay my automobiles? That, that's real. And look, I was just jamming to that back in the day, but that hits real hard. Somebody 
anybody can you pay these bills now sit these kids down and let them know that bills are coming and just how many bills there are and they will have the fear of the lord in them oh humble humble children they be they become children again once they realize from this orientation just how serious bills are. All right, proposal number two. Second thing I'm gonna throw at y'all is we need more orienting, right? We need orientation for the different decades of life. Listen, everything is cute and you cuddly, you know, in your teens and 20s and, and, and then things, things, things start to change in life, in your body, right? So we need orientations to the decades, orientation to your 30s, orientation to your 40s. Orientation to your 50s and 60s and 70s. We need orientations for that. Listen, has somebody sat me down and said, look, you're 29 years old right now. And we're going to orient you into this life of 30, right? Life of 30s. Because just imagine right now, everything you eat things and it's just, you know, ha, 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 ha. Walking around the world, you eating whatever you want. Just, just wait till you get to your 30s. That food is going to hit different. You love spicy food. What was that? What was that in your stomach? What is this going on after your delicious food that was spicy? Uh Uh-huh. That's your 30s. That is your 30s talking to you, right? You remember when you used to just pee and stop whenever you wanted? You know, you pee and you're done. Or you held your pee for a very long time until you can get to a bathroom. Uh Uh-huh. Your 30s is going to start to introduce new things to you, right? You know, you pee and stop. And it's, oop, drip, drip. <gasps> That's your 30s, right? They need to orient the people to this. Orient the people to, okay, you get into your 40s and this, this, there are things you need to know about your body and where things are going to be that, that weren't there before. They just weren't there. Orientation to your 50s. Oh, AARP is going to be calling you up. People going to be calling you old. It was so cute. It's hilarious. My husband, he was out playing basketball. We're in our 30s, early 30s. He was out playing basketball. And somebody called him OG. OG. And if you don't know what OG is, it is really an older term. But the it, it means original gangster. It has nothing. It's been, you know, reappropriated in, in different ways. So it doesn't mean gangster. Just in case you're curious. No, it just means that you are older. You're the, you you know the game of life. And so you're an OG. And he was so offended <laughs> that they call him an OG. Yes. That we need introductions to, you know, this, this is the age when, when people are going to call you OG or ma'am because you older. Look, we need introductions. We need orientations. We need to be oriented to things. And so that is why I am an orientation advocate. So, so go with me on that. Just, just think about it. You know, don't, don't, you don't have to commit right now, but don't just toss it out whole handedly, you know, full, you know, just in full swing. We just not going to do this. No, we need life orientations. We need it for the people. All right. You know what? I'm just going to leave that there. But we are going to move on to the last part of this episode, which is the story. And I'm really excited to share the story with you all. I do want to give you fair warning, though. This particular story is very uncanny. It is also maybe uncomfortable for some people who are sensitive to certain topics. And it's not 
vulgar or wildly inappropriate at all. But I do want to make sure that those who are listening know that this is going to be one of my stranger outer pieces and also might be a little triggering for some. So that is your fair warning for those who are down. Definitely stick around and listen to this very short story. It is called The Midnight Sigh. It didn't have to be this way at all said one note of the cacophony of voices in her head. Another note bottomed out, vibrato baritone sidling up to the nerve at the base of Cicely's inner ear whispering, But you secretly wanted mayhem, right, dear? Cicely swiped at her left earlobe as if pestered by a buzzing mosquito who'd landed too quick for her human reflexes. She sighed. Yet another voice taunted her with the question, Where is he now? This voice was a haughty alto bellowing up from the pit of her stomach. She shook her head. It was a feeble shake, not like a dog soaked after a bath type of shake, but a quiver from a cold chill that only slides down one's shoulder. This shiver wasn't daring enough to ride the vertebrated spinal slide down into her lower back. I don't know, said a new voice, her voice. Cicely blinked unaware prior to this moment that she even possessed the ability to speak. It had been exactly 24 hours ago since her boyfriend of 13 years slipped out of the door into a night calling out to him with the secrets it and he shared alone. Secrets the night held a firm grasp on as it had him. Tucking him out into the sickle moon sky without an explanation, a promise to return, or an apology for breaking her heart. He'd left at 11.59 p.m. with all his things already packed in his black Chevy Trailblazer. One more voice made his debut. Fully loaded. Echoes from the tinny soprano voice sizzled at the top of her skull. Fully loaded. The soprano chimed again. Just like the rifle he left behind. Well, I hope that you enjoyed that piece. Uh, Open-ended, but it is a piece that I hope that you enjoyed. And I hope that you all really enjoyed this episode. Please, please, please check out the website. It is stationedwithstories.com. Okay? Stationwithstories.com. You can also check me out on social media. I am on Twitter and on Instagram, stationed underscore story. And I also have a YouTube channel. So YouTube channel, you'll see some clips from this episode. You'll also see some inspirational quotes and uh, inspirational videos. And you'll see a little bit of my life as it progresses right now. It is in Japan. So check that out. It is Stationed with Stories on YouTube. And definitely follow me on the different platforms. Like, subscribe, drop a comment, and reviews. Five-star reviews, y'all. Don't don't do it to me. (laughs) Drop those five-star reviews. And let people know how things are going on this, this station, right? On this podcast station on the YouTube channel, let people know because I uh, am really excited to share this content and I want to see how it it is resonating with you all. And finally, (laughs) if you have any thoughts, anything that you want to hear about, anything that you want me to talk more about, 
let me know. Reach out to me. You'll find how to contact me on the website. And of course, you can just drop a line anywhere I am on social media. I think that is it for now. Bye, peeps.